harmless. After a while, her eyes adjusted to the darkness. She focused on the bedroom door, which she'd left open a crack. If she stared at it too long, the shadows played tricks, and the door seemed to move on its own ever so slightly. Still, she couldn't close her eyes or look away. Olivia remained paralyzed under the covers until dawn, when she heard the Seattle Times delivery person tossing the newspaper on her front stoop. She crawled out of bed, then checked the living room, the kitchen, bathroom, and even the closets. Nothing unusual, nothing out of place. She desperately needed some coffee and put some water on to boil. When she wandered back to the living room, she noticed something. Her photo album was in its usual spot on the coffee table, but it was open. She'd had a couple of drinks before going to bed and couldn't remember whether or not she'd looked at any pictures. The kettle's shrill whistle sounded and she hurried back into the kitchen. It wasn't until after she'd had a few sips of coffee that Olivia thought to glance through the album. Three photos were missing, pulled out of their clear plastic sleeves. If someone had actually broken into her home last night, it didn't make sense that he'd steal a few photographs of her and nothing else. She thought about calling the police again. But what good would that do? Olivia wondered if she might actually know this stalker. Was he someone from the gym or the supermarket? Maybe he was a customer of the chiropractor's office where she worked. A lot of creeps came through there. Whoever he was, she had a feeling he'd just gotten started in some kind of weird courtship of her, and it would only get worse. That afternoon, Olivia bought a package of bullets for an empty gun which she'd been keeping in the back of her closet for years. The loaded gun was now in the glove compartment of her car, parked in the underground garage at the Grand Towers Hotel. She liked having it around for insurance. Funny. It took this stalker to make her realize how alone she was. She'd lived with several different men over the years, but since she'd moved to Seattle a year ago, there hadn't been anyone who lasted beyond a few dates. It had been pretty lonely. Hell, she couldn't even keep a cat. She was allergic. If she went home alone tonight, she probably wouldn't sleep a wink. Her prospects didn't look so hot either. The bar would be closing within the hour. Frowning, Olivia planted an elbow on the bar and sipped her cosmopolitan. Hey there, honey. Why so glum? Olivia stared down at her drink for another moment. Part of her clung to the impossible hope that the smoky, whiskey voice belonged to a tall, handsome hunk. Maybe he'd spend the night with her, and this would be the start of something terrific. When Olivia looked up from her near-empty glass, she couldn't hide her disappointment. He was a short, balding ape of a man. He wore a red Izod short-sleeved shirt that looked painted on. He was very muscular, with a coat of black hair on his arms. He had hair coming out of his ears, too.
In fact, he looked as if he had hair everywhere, except on the top of his head. He leaned against the bar and gave her a smug smile. What do you say, honey? Can I buy you a drink? I'm not your honey, Olivia muttered. Besides, you're out of luck. It's past last call. There's no last call at my place, he said. I have a bottle of scotch there. Well, go home and drink it, she replied, fishing for some cash in her purse. Try some other woman in the bar, okay? He laughed. Feisty. I like that. Are you feisty in bed, too? Olivia waved at the bartender, then slapped two twenties on the countertop. She didn't look at the creepy little man. I'll ask you nicely.